welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. This week, I want to look at how to develop your team what's the best approach to making development stick, and the reasons why developing your team will deliver you results. So let's get on with the show. How to develop your team is always a hot topic. I guess if you're listening to this, you want to develop yourself and others around you. All teams have a way of developing over time. Some, if left on their own, is very organic. They'll grow at their own pace and in their own ways. And usually this can be sometimes led by a strong member of the team who develops its own uh, way through uh, over time. Or it's something like a family-run business or a small specialist organisation which doesn't have a lot of structure. It works around people who've always been there. Usually uh, in a family-run business, the owner or the, the father or mother of the owner. And it's been passed down through generations the way we do things around here. And I still love to walk into some old shops and see the way that they're laid out and you can see that they've never really looked at how they could develop around the people in there. They've just done it a certain way and it works for them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's developed a nice rhythm. It's working in its own way. Uh, And those small developing teams, you'll still see now and then. Now, on the reverse of that, there'll be some places where you have a very set development. I mean, if you think of an army recruit who goes through a basic training, there's a set way of working at certain days and weeks through the development where you'll go through as a team and develop the person and individual to learn skills and a certain way of doing it. And that can be around cleaning the boots, showing off your uniform, your way your bed's made. All those are ways of developing a team, making the team work together. Now, most of us who work in modern businesses are not going to have one of the extremes or the other. We're not going to be living in a small cottage industry or a small run shop, and we may not be in such a well-oiled machine as, as a modern army. But let's step back. So before you start to develop your team, you really need to understand what's the team's function and what's its purpose. Now, in Series 3, Episode 14, I went through the ideas of setting goals for your team from a vision of the business. And in this cast, I want to examine the development path, which most teams will follow to grow and deliver results after knowing the foundations of what they're there to do. Now, no two teams are going to be the same. They have people in them who have different reactions and different knowledge. So you can never sort of say this is exactly what's going to happen when you start looking at how you form and develop a team. But what is one of the well-known frameworks that you may be aware of is uh, the Tuckerman um, sort of approach where you can hear the words forming, storming, norming and performing. And that was done uh, in 1965. And his study showed that teams follow this path and a curve over time of forming as a team, going through a storm of falling out, starting to understand the norms of how the team works, how the the development of the team works, and then finally coming out as performing. Now, as a manager and a leader, you'll need to recognise where your team is on this journey. And if you've just come into a new team, it may be a well-performing team that's already up on that end of the curve and as soon as you come in it's really going to restart because you're going to start to form it you're going to start to get everything going again probably mix it up there'll be some people who'll be really pleased with the change 
and others who really don't want the change. And you can see that in when you're coming to a new um, business model, how much pushback you can get of changes that you want to make. Um, but when you've done that and you've sort of gone and had a look at your team and, and realised where you are on that journey, you can look at what you can do to support that next step in getting performance and to deliver results. So before you get going with a t- uh, with with this process, it's really good to spend time with the team, take a reflective look on exactly where you feel they are. And it might be worth also engaging on their view of how they are, because you will get some people in that team will be, this is brilliant, we're the best performing team ever. And there might be others saying, well, no, we're always falling out. We don't have any structure. It's always, uh, it's, it's always just luck we get things through. And then you can also look at the data around the KPIs for your team. Is it actually performing? Because some of them might say, yeah, we're performing, but actually it's missing the targets are there there to hit. So you've got a few um, levers you can pull when you're looking at how you can sort of form this team around um, the new people or around just making sure you hit results. I also think at this point it's worth asking another question. Uh, why should we be interested in this development of this team, of this process? Now, I'm sure you're all going to agree it's the right thing to do to develop a team. I don't think anyone could turn around and go, nah, I'll just have a dysfunctional team, don't really matter. But what are the tangibles? How can you put your finger on, if I develop a team to get to that performing stage, what do I actually gain? And I think it's really worth thinking around, what do you gain from a performance um, sort of process with your team? And this should be really very much around a couple of things that I think you would see. Um, the first one being, of course, well around that bottom line. You know, um, you have to hit the results. So a team which works together can solve problems and can use a combined development through its performance and through its strengths has to be a success. And of course, it's moving forward all the time. So that's the first thing you could say from having a good, well-developed team. Secondly, um, is the uh, development of team with good skills and confidence means that the members in there feel successful. You know, they'll all be involved in a really kind of high-performing team. They'll understand what it's like, and it makes them want to come to work, wants them to perform better every day. And, of course, thirdly, there's also the benefit of a high-energised, motivated team getting the energy off each other to win every day. And then that moves on to that final point of maybe connectivity, that your team that works together, that's founded and developed together that means that it will know exactly who's got the strengths who they can play off each other's strengths to make sure that they can get the shared information and to be a success at the end of it so let's go on uh, with the development theme and and now let's go to the idea of how we actually get to this development now unfortunately as ever there is no magic dust or secret sauce that you can do when you're developing a team Uh, each is unique uh, but there are some common ways i've found that can help So let's have a look at some of them to see how you can put this together in a practical term. Now, we spoke at the beginning around developing a common team purpose. So it's definitely a real good thing to know exactly what the team's purpose is and communicate into that to the team so you know exactly what they're there to do. And you want to be creating a team with ways of working as well. So you need to be, when you've got your purpose, you need to look at why where and how the team is going to perform to make sure you've got the work right and the rhythm. So you're there and you're making sure that as a manager that you create those workways around it. And as I said at the beginning, coming in as a new manager, you're inheriting a lot of processes and and ways of doing things that might not quite be right, might not fit to where you want it to get to. So it's definitely worth challenging those and creating new ones if it's the right thing to do. 
on the, the third point, you need to be starting to set some challenging goals for the people. So let's set some targets. Let's get some real goals for those to hit. So anything around a, a development of a team means that they can hit the ground running. They've got some targets to hit for. They know the goals are going after. And sharing some experiences with the team. So getting the guys who are performing well to share their knowledge with others around them will help them come along and understand how this moves and how it can flow to be better. Especially if you're getting new people coming into your team. It's well worth bringing some of the older heads in who have been there a while, have got experience, to share their experiences with the guys who are new to the team. And of course allow time to network and influence the people around them so you know when you walk into a team don't expect it to be performing by you know you come at nine o'clock and by six in, at night it's performing the best it's ever going to be it's going to take time for the networks and the influences for each other to spread um, and also on that you've got individuals who'll be developing at different times so you need to have development time and support those people who will need that time to adapt to what you want to do with them um, one of the things that I think is really important and has been hit quite hard in COVID is the way of doing some social time together so people understand away from work that they're a real person and they can actually contribute to that team. And I don't all have to go out drinking in the afternoon or, you know, building a river raft. You know, it's all sometimes around just having some time in the works, having a, a piece of cake and a cup of tea in the afternoon to, to just share and to understand what people take away from the normal, you know, day-to-day um, work that you're doing and also when you're looking at those kind of creating a team around certain working rhythms think of problem solving tools so what are the problem solving tools you could use that could develop the team together to pull together so again coming to that idea of having a common approach um, when you come to problem solving tools you can use them to also help people get a real common approach to being a formed and functioning team and making sure that you connect regular. So as a manager, you're connecting regular through, as we've talked about before, the one-to-ones, your feedbacks, your coaching, your development and your empowerment. So you want to be looking at all them to make sure your team can function correctly. And when things go well, let's have a look at that celebrating success. So you should go out there and try to celebrate the success when things go to well and to the point. You know, we don't all have to be having day trips out and you know hundred pound vouchers. It can be as simple as a um, a dinner or a sandwich that you buy them, or or a you know an early finish on a Friday to celebrate that you've done something that galvanises the team around that way of working. So you've so if you you've got your team working and they are doing what they need to do over time make sure you celebrate and then you can set the next challenge for them and move through that and it's all around that galvanization of the team so it's coming together it's developing as a team they're individuals every one of them in there never forget that they're always going to be individual people in this team but you're going to try to pull this together as a real um real place that they're going to enjoy coming to they're going to enjoy forming a common goal they're going to work together to solve the problems and they're going to deliver that result we know it's going to take time to build this good team they don't evolve overnight but it's very rewarding as a manager when you see it happen and you run through the process so well let's just have a quick recap where we're looking at so firstly you need to develop those common goals you need to create a way of working and a rhythm You've got to set challenging goals and targets. You've got to allow time for people to network. You need to individual and as a team support development. You need to socialise. You need to have tools for problem solving. And you need to celebrate success. Well, thanks for listening. 
Now it's over to you. You have a background of why it works. You have a context of how it deliver results to you. You have a step-by-step guide. So now it's up to you to take action and start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for Manager Map this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Map podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.